tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome to episode six of GoCast. We're going to talk about the addition of Spinda, some shiny forms, makeup events, and uh, like literally a bunch of other things, like uh, too many things to even talk about. My name is Chris Puner. With me, I'm joined by Ness. Hello. I'm also joined by Kyle. Glad to be back. Kyle's hey, back. Hey, welcome back. Kyle's back. Mr. Kyle, how's the past, like, two weeks been for you? It's been kind of uneventful, Pokemon Go-wise. I haven't done a whole lot, although I have finally finished my Mew Quest. Yay! Which was Ooh, yeah, super exciting. That is. Took a walk with my girlfriend and got it done. Managed to land the excellent curveball on a Weedle, which was on a Weedle. On a Weedle. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. That's actually really hard. They're really yeah, close. Yeah, I was. I was so surprised, and I yeah. shouted so loud that my girlfriend jumped away from me oh. for a second. She thought <laughs> oh, something no. was wrong. <laughs> well, congratulations! That's, That's really awesome. awesome. My goodness. Was there anything else, or just just Mew? No, I mean. <laughs> I got some more raids done, which I don't do very often, so that was exciting. Oh, I got cool. to meet some fun? just people. Uh, no, nothing. Uh, you know, Machamp, Porygon. Mm-hmm. Got my first Gyarados finally from a Magikarp Ooh. raid. Mm-hmm. So, nice. a bunch of minor achievements along the way. Spectacular. Cool. No, no achievement is too small, Kyle. Yep. That's, You're that's a, winner. a good way of looking at it. <laughs> uh, Ness, what about you? I completed my goal of getting the Alolan Raichu, I think the day after we recorded last week. Right, yeah. Um, we got the Alolan Raichu, so I got that. Um, otherwise, it's been a pretty slow week. I haven't really done too many raids. I haven't been doing too much, been a little bit busy. I did have a day where I got about 500 XP from, or 500,000 XP, excuse me, I was like, from... 500 XP, like, wow. <laughs> wow, you sent five gifts. Hey. No, I got about 500,000 XP from leveling up friendships strategically, so that was pretty neat. It was fun to do. So I'm I'm about a quarter of the way, maybe halfway, no, a little bit over halfway okay. to my next level. So that's that's going to be where I'm at this time, but otherwise nothing too nothing too exciting. How about awesome. you? Awesome. Well, for myself, I also caught an Alolan Raichu with you, but I already had yeah. one, so it's not much of a notable thing for this past week for me. Show off. Um, <laughs> I can't find an Alolan Marowak to save my life. I was going to say, I haven't I even can't. seen any since the one that I had. I know. I'm really frustrated. I can't find them anywhere. But you know who does keep showing up for four-star raids? Absol, hmm. all over the really? place. I'm like, yes. oh, there you are. There you are. Really? Yeah. I saw a couple of those. It's really, really frustrating because Ness and I couldn't find an Absol forever for her. Wow. Come on, Alola Marowak, where are you? I need you in my life. You know who I keep seeing? Who? Registeel. Yeah. He needs to go away. You know who you don't see anymore? Event Pikachu. That's true. Oh, thank God. Goodbye, Event Pikachu. (laughs) I don't want to catch any more Pikachu ever again. No. Until the next Event Pikachu. I just, no, I, I mean I don't really want to do that either. Do you have <laughs> um? Do you have your medal? No, I do not. But I have okay. exactly twenty five Pikachu caught. Okay. And wow. Oh, that's right. That so, almost won you something. Who knows? Like that may come in handy next. Book that's West. true. <laughs> just keep it at twenty five forever. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I don't. I didn't really do anything else. Right now, I'm in. I'm in uh, Las Vegas with a bunch of friends, and yeah. Uh, I played a little bit of Pokemon Go. Spent a bunch of steps on the Strip, and um, nothing really notable happened. I did see a Mill Tank at a stop pretty far away, but when I say pretty far away, I mean like I could not get there feasibly from where I was in a reasonable time. So I didn't Regionally, pursue that. Are Are the Pokemon similar besides the Mill Tank that you saw? No, it, it's definitely a desert biome here. So now what we're used to with the Weedles and stuff. Uh-huh. Out here, I see a bunch of uh, Ponyta, Growlithe, Geodude, Vulpix. I saw like a bunch of wild Gravelers. Like, it's it's pretty oh. interesting out here. It's what you, I guess, would expect. So that just goes yeah. to say how neat the biomes are. 
but nothing too notable yeah. to be completely honest just nevada and pokemon to bring back and get those sweet sweet kilometers in our trade metals <laughs> yeah that's about it <laughs> catch me some fun lucky potential fire pokemon that we can trade I yeah, I, I mean, I caught you a, a Nevada Vulpix. So, oh wow, yeah, wow, an exotic Nevada Vulpix. A Nevada Vulpix. Well, if a you, new if you get the time, a Alolan Vulpix. It's just <laughs> more fire. <laughs> if you if you get the time, I need some. I need Growlithe. I don't okay. have an Arcanine yet. Sure. Oh, oh there's either. a bunch of there's Diglets all over the place. So oh, I, I need can... Diglet, yeah, my you man. Do. Yeah, you do. I need Growlithe. No, man. No, I'm just going to give you a bunch you need, of Diglets. You need the Fabio hair in your yeah. life. <laughs> do you have an Alolan Diglett, don't you? Or a Dugtrio? I have an Alolan Dugtrio, yeah. Yes, okay. need perfect. more. So I was playing uh, my Ultra Moon version on the plane, and I was sitting between two of my friends, and uh, they hadn't seen Alolan forms. So I went through the Pokedex. And like showing my buddy Alex like all these different things, and I got to it. He was like, "Oh, that's really cool." I showed him like Sand Shrew and Sand Slash. He's like, "Oh, that looks really neat." I showed him like Exeggutor. He's like, "Okay, like weird, but like I kind of get it, you know, like whatever." <laughs> and I showed him a Lowland Dog Trio, and he just lost it. He's like, "What <laughs> in the world is that? Like, no way you can make that seem okay." I'm like, "This really Steel type is like, I don't care." <laughs> no Where does level. steel type factor into hair? Hang on a second. Heavy metal, it, it you know? Like oh my God. No, that's not what it is. <laughs> that's not what it is. I think I'm going to go with that. because I, I like that better than what I, I, what I believe the real reason is. I'm just going to not even mention it and just, we'll go with that. Heavy metal hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they and need to the headbang because they're metal now. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen their idol animation. They're all just like head bobbing like, whoa, yeah. Except mm, it would be different if they actually had metal hair, though. They have like Beach Boys hair, which is a bit different. Yeah. But yeah, no, nothing nothing really notable out here. I did almost just get an ironic uh, Chris Angel Mind Freak t-shirt that I really oh. wanted to just get and then like never wear. Um, Why? Because Chris Angel's a, a tool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a big fan. I think the Chris Angel show is just if teenage edginess grew up, but never left that part behind them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's cringy. A, that's kind of an apt description, I think. Yeah, absolutely. The only person that ever said it's not a phase mom and actually meant it. Right, right. It's not a phase mom. I'm going to go live in a glass pyramid in Vegas. Yeah. Um <laughs> So before we move on, I do want to point out that uh, if you guys would like to, you should leave us an iTunes or Stitcher review if you like the show. It's probably the best way to help out a growing show and would be very, very appreciative. Just let us know what you think. Or you can just email us if you got any like feedback other than that. Uh, email us at mail at gocastpodcast.com. We've got a bunch of news to cover, so I'm not going to dilly-dally too much longer here. Uh, as far as updates go... So the Raikou special research brought a few kind of hidden surprises along with it. We talked about this last week. Um, oh, Ness, you and I caught our first Raikou as well, right? Yes. Yeah, Kyle, did. did you? No. Uh, uh, I'm one day away. I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah, we okay. waited. We waited like four days. We did. That was a painful four for days. For a research reward to get I was psyching myself. I'm like, oh my God, did I mess it up because I claimed the seventh one, but I didn't actually open up the box. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, we got our oh, first well. Raikou. That was notable too. Mm-hmm. Were they any good? Um, uh, I think mine was like eighty-five or eighty-six so, percent. That's okay. I think mine was eighty. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's whatever. August is here, so Raikou is your special research breakthrough. So with that came a bunch of really cool hidden things. One of them being land three curveballs in a row. That research task now rewards an encounter with Spinda and uh, is a new Pokemon added to the game. Uh, has like eight different forms in Pokemon Go. We'll talk about Spinda a little bit later on in the show, but I didn't see this one coming. Nobody really did. So that yeah, was that pretty was rad. out of the blue. Yeah, have and any very of you, quick too. Have either of you guys caught a Spinda yet? No, I haven't gotten it yet. I haven't no, gotten I have the, the special. Re- yeah, I haven't gotten the research for it yet. So, yikes. Yeah. But beyond that, we also had another hidden surprise: shiny Houndor slash Houndoom. And Snubble slash Grand Bowl are now available. They are mm-hmm. also research task rewards uh, in the new spread of research tasks. So keep your eyes peeled for those and keep your eyes peeled for those guys out in the wild. I've been hearing a lot of people say that since both of those 
updates came out, I guess, that they are not as common as they were. A lot of people are saying the land three curveballs isn't as common as it was and that uh, Houndoom, Houndor, Snubble, and Granbull aren't in the wild as often in their usual spawn spots as they are either. Really? Mm-hmm. So we'll have to go check it out. I wonder if, because if there's a some. nest, there's a, a snubble nest near us. Uh-huh. Um, and they yeah. haven't done the migration yet, so we'd have to go, we can go take a look and see if they're still yeah. there or not. Maybe farm out a couple of them. Mm-hmm. I did read we'll as well that some of the uh, other field research that came with Raikou has a chance to encounter Honduras slash snubbles. So yeah. that may be why post... they lowered the rates. Sure. I'll post the graphic on our Twitter account so everybody can see, and we'll post it with the show notes, too, of all the new research tasks that came out. There's quite a few of them. Yeah, there's like, I want to say eight so far that are confirmed, and there's more still. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for updates, but events is just chock full of stuff. So for events, you might remember this, but due to inclement weather, Japan had their Articuno Day canceled. I believe it was a hurricane. Was it a hurricane or was uh, it something else? Was it heat related? I it was don't a remember. hurricane. I, I think it was a hurricane this the previous time, but then they had to move the hours again because of extreme heat. Japan is not having a good time right, right now. Right, yeah. Nice. Uh, they finally had their shot at the event. It was this past week. There were some notable differences, though, so it was kind of not the same event that we encountered. The, firstly, Articuno knew an exclusive move. Hurricane, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, see what you did there. Like, it's pretty cool. That, I mean, I'm a little bit upset that they got a special move and we didn't. But, you know, like, that's... They also got a hurricane. That's fair. Yeah, yeah we didn't get a hurricane. So, like, what am <laughs> I complaining tsunami. about? Yeah. Um, they ran, the event ran for six hours and not three. What? Yep. God, that just sounds like a chore. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were no. so yes. tired after the last one. We're like, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I feel like at six hours you can casually go about your your catching. You don't have to grind Just, them out like you, you guys do on three hour events. Say that, but, but there's going to be people who do seventy of them. That, in those I mean, six that's hours. true. I would have wanted that's to do absolutely that. True. That'd be amazing. Because but also on top you get of that, like three levels, there was double experience for completing raids during this event too. God. What? Yep. These and there was people. triple triple experience for catching and hatching, uh-huh. and then one hour long lucky eggs. Well, that sounds like a good event. What the heck? Come on. Well, the lucky eggs is, is almost like to compensate for the event running six hours. You still <laughs> right. need the same six lucky eggs as everyone else. Sure, did. sure. sure. And then uh, a small addition. Squirrel Squad squirrels were also available from free research dr- tasks during this event. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fun. cool. Yeah, Especially it's like... if, you know, hey, maybe they're going to add those back at some point just for fun. Yeah, maybe. I kind of hope they don't, but I could see them doing it. I have so many still. Yeah, me too. I'm considering... Like, I have a bunch marked as trade, but I might just uh, thin the herd I have a little like, bit. I have like five mm-hmm. or something. Something like yeah. that. Um, speaking of missing events, the Azores... Is it Azores? 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 We apologize in advance. Hmm, for the for 80 any... people that live there. There is a small group of islands... Uh, they are finally enjoying their Articuno and Zapdos raids for this entire week. So it started the 1st and it's going, I think, until the 8th or something like that. Um, there was a problem in the past two Zapdos and Articuno days because these nine volcanic islands fall kind of between these two large virtual in-game event zones. The first zone being a chunk of areas for the cover Europe, Middle East, Africa, and India. And then the other one, which is North America, South America, and Greenland. So they kind of got like forgotten ish but it just fell into a really weird spot the biggest problem with this is that after the first event didn't go through then a bunch of niantic employees on reddit said to those people that they were going to get it fixed and then the second event came and went and they didn't get anything again and people are like standing out there with gyms like doing nothing for like an hour getting all hyped and nothing happened oh my god they didn't know until like the moment of the event that's terrible yeah that that's Mm -hmm. that's why people were really upset um, but they did. They they have this entire. This event is going on for the entire week. They can do this, so that's pretty. I cool. I love that it's just this this small string of islands that are like, hey, give us our Pokemon. Yeah, you know, they just, <laughs> just like an, a a great Pokemon community on these nine volcanic islands in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle right. time zone. It's pretty rad. Um, it is. People are speculating that this might be a way for Niantic to coax out a bunch of spoofers all at once, though. Too. Because 
these islands are so small and the community is so small as well. The number of players there are not as great as they are in a populated area like a city. So they were reporting abnormally full lobbies of people, obviously. So <laughs> uh, I would be not surprised if we saw some bans down the way from here. Yeah, now that they've they've been cracking down on all of that, I'm sure they're going to find more ways to kind of jiggle that about and see if they can find any more spoofers that are going through. Jiggle that about. Jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you guys, what do you guys think about these makeup events? You think that they're fair? You think that they're not? You think that they could have done them differently? I think the makeup event for the islands is great. That's That's really cool. And, you know, a way for them to look out for the community as well. I think it might be extreme to for the makeup event for Japan with like the compensation they did for them personally. Yeah, but maybe that's much. just me being a little jealous. <laughs> but I I do think it is a little bit much and almost unfair in an aspect, double rate experience an extra long event that's a lot of experience other players get to miss out on. Yeah. But also well, they still got they got the advantages that everybody else got the worldwide advantages from completing the research tasks from the other days, right? Yes, they did. Go You're fast, right. Safari there was zone. double rate experience for Articuno Day, wasn't there? There was, but they didn't get mm-hmm. to use it because they didn't have an Articuno Day. Okay. That I forgot that that was happening at the same time. So I guess that's... Yeah, but they still got still it for twice as much. I mean, like the biggest benefit yeah. for double rate experience was Articuno Day. And for three hours, like, it was incredible. We walked away with, like, 700,000 experience or what have you after, like, three hours of work. And that's an amazing return, you know, outside of the friend system. Mm-hmm. So for six hours, you, you could do double that. And if you're doing those crazy methods, you could do even more than that. But I would... You'd be so hard-pressed to actually map out a route to do. For six hours, I mean, yeah. like, what... Your town has to be loaded. I mean, Japan probably is, right? Well, maybe. I mean, I imagine the cities Some are, parts. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think these the makeup events are fair. I mean, even though the one in Japan seems a little bit top-heavy with the rewards, I, th- I think it's fair. And like you guys said, I think it's six hours of raiding around and finding gyms can have its cons, too. Right. So I think probably after three hours, I would just be done. Or I'd find a three-hour window in there and not do the full six hours. I don't think I could handle that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Chris, huh? would you do the full six hours if you had the opportunity? Absolutely. Have we met? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you would do it once. And if that happened several times where all of these special days were six hours, you would not do it. I would probably be like, okay, I'm going to play I so. until I either hit an XP mark that I want to hit or... Or die. Or, <laughs> or I collect a, or a shiny. It. You know what I mean? Like, And then, then just be cool with that and walk away. But. I feel like if they did six-hour events, you'd be going at it just for that experience. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because you're like, you're at that halfway point to 40. Right. I, I need, every little bit counts, man. Like, I, I need it. You'd have to, like, pack lunch. Oh, my snacks. God. Yeah. Lots of water. Exactly. Raid with one hand. Chug down some water and some snacks on the other hand. I don't know. I've missed both days, so I, I don't know how that would actually work. But You'll hopefully be able to attend Mulch Race uh, Day. It's it's pretty far from now. It's, a, like, a, what, a month or so? More mm-hmm. than that? Oh, it's the end of this month, yeah. isn't it? It should be the end of this month. It should be late August, beginning of September, depending on when yeah, they launch it. So it should be a week after the last event, uh, Yokosuka. Mm-hmm. So thank Good you. Good job. Uh, you know, they're practicing. Nobody knows how much I did or did not edit out of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so moving on with events. It took them four times. <laughs> it was once. Give me credit. Eevee Day is on the horizon. We haven't had any further clarification on what to expect in terms of evolution names or the like. So... Still going in blind, and it's this upcoming weekend. So, people are still speculating evolution stones. I'm really though. hoping that that is the case. I know a lot of people are really upset about mm-hmm. that being a possibility, but I'm not. I don't care about them retconning some processes from the past. You know, you don't have to use the stone if you don't want to. No, and the games you don't. So, okay, yeah. So here's right. here's the here's a potential model, right? It's like if you have the stone, then you get a guaranteed evolution of that type, where you could not use a stone and get a random one. 
I think that's fair. Uh, what do you think? Where did the stones come from? The same place every other evolutionary item comes from. Stops. Mm-hmm. Well, that would kind of suck. Yeah, but so would, would waiting it? a year for a King's I... Rock. I don't know who could have possibly done that. <laughs> uh, it was me, folks. But there's <laughs> there's seven of them. Yeah, so? So that's just, that's pretty hard. Well, I mean, uh, you mean the seven stones? I yes, mean, because for Umbreon and Espeon, you don't need a stone. Five Here's stones. my only thing Five about stones? that yeah. is if, yeah. if they introduce evolutionary stones, then... Could you apply those to other Pokemon as well? Um, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that's the main caveat: is are these Eevee stones or are these everybody stones? Everybody stones. I don't know. I mean, like <laughs> Growlithe would need one to get become Arcanine, but that would that would yep. be a bummer for uh, you know people that don't have Arcanine yet. And depends on the rarity of the stones. Like, Maybe. I have no idea. Maybe they could go into a shop and you could use a different set of currency for it, but I also don't want to deal with that. I could see that potentially the field research for the day could reward an item like that. Or give you a, like a choice if of they three wanted or something to go like that. that. So you have a greater chance. And anyway, just, yeah. I could see that that be a way. Yeah, okay. I'm not quite sure, and I don't really know what to expect, but I'm I'm hoping that there is something. I don't really care what it is, as long as there's something to help us kind of get over this, because it's going to drive me absolutely crazy. So you don't crazy. need 40 shinies. Yeah. I mean, I'm already going to do both days. I'm committed to that. It's just... I don't know. Am I going to be able to sleep well with nine or am I going to catch 40 and still run the possibility of not getting everyone that I want? You know, so I don't know. This could be either be the greatest event of all time or the worst event of all time. It's kind of up in the air. I still haven't done my Umbreon and Espreon naming trick. So I oh. got those guaranteed. Oh, that's for good. Me. That's, that's very smart, but you know, Hey, some of us didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Kyle. Speaking of events, moving on, there's a new trade event that's actually live right now, and it's going on until August 19th at 9 p.m. PDT. And it features three things. The first is 25% reduced trading costs with everyone. That includes brand new friends and everything, too. Uh, Number two, additional candy for any trade, which is rad. And then the third thing is new Pokedex entries reward three times the usual experience. Which is pretty cool. So if you've been waiting, we yeah, need we to need trade. to trade a bunch. We need to trade all of our Larvitars and stuff. <laughs> yes, back and we forth. do. Get <laughs> a bunch of candies candy. and that potential lucky, right? Uh-huh. So, and it's cheap yeah. too. So that's great. So yeah, if you are holding off on evolving some things for like a mass evolve and you just want to do all your Pokedex entries and stuff, make sure you get to a point where you're comfortable to do that while this event is live until the 19th, because that's a lot of extra experience, especially if we're going to do like five or six of them. That's awesome. Sure. Or get out there and catch those guys that you've just been kind of like avoiding. Or have been avoiding you, I guess. Hmm. Uh, and then the last thing that's notable is that there's new boxes in the shop. Uh, the, boxes. boxes. Uh, I mean, I always get excited about the, the sale boxes. boxes, but these ones, we'll see. Um, the first one, the special box, two regular incubators. Four lucky eggs, four star pieces at that 480 price point. The second one, the great box with four super incubators, six lucky eggs, six star pieces, and four lure modules. Like we need more of those. Uh, and the ultra box, 10 super incubators, nine lucky eggs, nine lure modules, and then six premium raid passes. Kind of what you'd expect to be in these boxes, but not quite the like 20 of each that we were getting before. You know what would be cool? If with lure modules, when if you set up a lure in a place, you received a percentage of the XP of all of the things that were caught by your lure. That would be neat. That would give more incentive oh, yeah, to use lures, I, I feel like. You lure it up all the time, especially in populated areas. Yeah. That would be that's fun. That's a good idea. Then we can actually use our, our lure modules. Use up the hundred that you guys have. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid to throw them out because I bought them, you know? Yeah. You no, know, I think I only I only have one. Really? You've been using them? What? Yeah. You only have I one only lure have one. module? Well, you know, I'm by You use them three, while you're at work. Three Pokestops. Yeah, I've done that before. I've only got twelve. So. Okay. Um let me look at how many I have. I'm not entirely sure. I'm embarrassed to find out. 
Uh, my bag has been getting like really full, so maybe it's time to let these things go. I know I've had to start throwing away pokeballs. What do you guys value really most out of these boxes? What What are you like looking for to be the thing that's the good value? I like yeah, the incubators. Too. Yeah, it's the incubators. I think it is for most mm-hmm. people. To be completely honest. Yeah. Both me and my girlfriend bought it as soon as it came out because we'd just run out of super incubators. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, uh, I definitely have not been incubating as much 42. recently. I bought Blue two. Modules. Only 42. Only? Well, it was like Only. 70 like last week, I think. So here we are. We've uh, we've we've made some progress here, folks. You need to lure I, up some things. You know how Go difficult to... it is to do that in Vegas because everybody Somewhere. is all doing that all the time. <laughs> With their forty-seven yeah, lure it's a modules. bummer. I can't spend my lure modules. Uh, well. So with these with these boxes, they're not much of a discount as we've seen in the past. But I mean, sixty two percent is what it kind of roughly turns out to at the uh, ultra box level, and that's nothing to sneeze at. So hey, um, so that's pretty much it for the events and such. Um, I didn't get to ask you guys for your opinion on the trade event, but what do you guys think? about that i mean i know nasty you're excited about trading some things back and forth for candy and stuff but as far as that type of event goes on do you think they could have done it differently i think it would have been nice had we had some heads up on it it just kind of randomly happened one day which i mean it's a nice surprise but it didn't give much time to plan instead of you know throwing out or transferring pokemon or not trading a million things to try and get them to be lucky ahead of time um so i feel like it was kind of an afterthought albeit a nice one um, with the the lucky trading that came out you know half a week later however much it was then they do a trading event after everybody's already spent most of their inventory right, trading right. back and forth yeah. so that's kind of a bummer it does seem almost deliberate in that aspect really works out some of that um, stardust sync that we talked about a couple weeks back I don't think anybody has a Stardust sync anymore, not since they've been trading That's really true. Pokemon. I mean, the Stardust has become quite the commodity. And I think our ne- our next level challenge rewards us with a huge Stardust event, right? So that's going to be freaking mm-hmm. awesome. I'm so excited for that. Um, right. Cool. I think they could have made it so that we could have done more than one lucky trade a day, or one, more than one special trade a day. That, that would have been, been spectacular, nice, yeah. but also probably kind of imbalanced. Uh, but I mean, if it's just for a short amount of time, like that's a cool thing to get people out there. Like people will definitely spend a lot of stardust and trade a lot to do that. And that's about what they want. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just a little bit bummed that, you know, half my inventory has already been spent and traded before this event. Also that you're in Vegas and I can't trade with you for a few days of the event. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yes, that's true. But but fortunately, you know other people that you can trade with. So at least you have that. There's nobody yeah, that I'm here with that plays this game besides me. It's really frustrating. I'm like, just log in. You have a bunch of 2016ers <laughs> lying around, right? Like, And they're like, yeah. So what? I'm like, you don't get it. No. <laughs> just go sit by the lures that are everywhere. There's and maybe nothing somebody will trade out with here by where the Airbnb is, though, that we're staying. We're like 20 minutes outside of the city. The strip is lit, oh, man, but there's nothing here. Just growliths. <laughs> so, that's fine. I'm going to catch all <laughs> catch of them. I'm going to bring you an armful catch of fire them. puppies home. Both of you. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. And Speaking of things gravelers. that are great, but not gravelers, let's move into gear up. I mean... It's pretty exciting. I don't know if it's great, but it's exciting. Okay. <laughs> so, oh. The Gen 4. <laughs> Mr. Crush Dreams. I only crush dreams around here, apparently. <laughs> but uh, the Gen 4 starters have been teased. We saw them in the second anniversary poster. But how good are they really going to be, both overall and compared to the previous starters? We're going to take a look at each of them in turn once a week. And this week we're going to start with the grass type starters. So the previous grass type stars we had Venusaur. I'm terrible at this Meganium? one. Meganium? 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 Yeah. Meganium? It's got to be Meganium. Maybe. Meganium. And Septile. No. <laughs> 
all three of them mostly underwhelming. Venusaur with 198 attack, 198 defense, 160 stamina, max CP of 2568. Not not that spectacular overall. Meganium, even worse in the attack department, but better in the defense <laughs> department. <by> <laughs> 168 attack, 202 defense, and 160 stamina with a max CP of a very low 2227. Uh, Just kind of showing where they stand compared to everybody yeah. else. And then we have Sceptile, who's got a much better attack overall. Much squishier, though. 223 attack, 180 defense, 140 stamina, the max CP of 2584. And then coming up, we've got Torterra, the grass turtle Pokemon. That's not grass ground, right? I don't, I don't know the action. Grass I ground? I believe so. Yes, yes. He can learn Earthquake. That's He's definitely ground type. And his stats are 202 attack, 197 defense, and 197 stamina or 190 stamina i'm sorry and its max cp is 2825 so just looking at those numbers right there he's he's set off a little bit better than the rest of them with just a little less attack than septile but better tanking stats overall and much higher cp which is you know a big deal i feel like all of these guys are pretty pretty low as Man, far as that, things yeah. go in terms of the rankings they're all yeah, pretty bad you said bad. that in the nicest way possible these guys are just pretty low uh no they're they're no, pretty they're terrible bad. um venusaur is largely just uninspired Mag- meganium isn't even worth talking about septile is <sighs> magnesium <laughs> septile is cool like he's a really well designed pokemon and in the games i love him to death um but really Twenty five eighty four as a max yes, CP really. is just garbo. So yeah, it's pretty embarrassing, yeah. honestly. <laughs> we don't know the move set well. yet for Torterra, but there are some potentials. The potential for fast moves being Bite, Razor Leaf, Tackle, and Iron Tail, and the potential for Charged being Earthquake, Crunch, Mega Drain, Seed Bomb, Outrage, Frenzy, Plant, and Iron Head. What do you guys think is going to be his best move set if you were to use Torterra? Um, so with a max CP of twenty eight twenty five, uh, and with Generation Four coming out and having like some new contenders in the grass department, like Tangrowth and stuff, which are pretty much like far and away going to be like the better. Tangrowth is like the top of the charts. So like, much four, like forty one oh something, I think, is the. No, no, it's in the 39s, but it's like it really close to four. Yeah, it's like 38, 50, yeah, it's, something it's like that. It's ridiculous. It's better than this. But I mean, 28, 25 probably puts him what in the top 10, 15, maybe? I'd say probably. I think so. Probably. So 15. you're probably going to want to look for grass moves on this guy, although there's really no good ground Pokemon for you to use either. Um,. So maybe you might want to go Razor Leaf and Earthquake, or if you're going to go Grass, Grass, Razor Leaf, and Frenzy Plant's the best one. If he can learn it. I'm always excited about Crunch as a move. I like I like Crunch. Yeah. It, it seems pretty you devastating every time you see it. So crunch. I'm going to stick with that one. Yeah. yeah. Bite Crunch, that's what I was thinking. Do... But then it's very much like, then it's like Tyranitar. Yeah, so but that, you, you know... lose out uh, on the stab. Right, that... right. Tyranitar right, has exactly. so yeah, that's, that's true. So, it's so probably really Razor Leaf and uh, Frenzy Plant, I'd say, or Earthquake if that ground typing is correct. What do you guys? I mean, mm. Kyle, do you do you agree? What do you think? I I definitely agree. Razor Leaf is going to be the go-to fast move, just for the stab bonus. Yeah. Making up for the fact that it's not a very strong yeah, Pokemon. That's a that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> But it's a giant turtle, and what's That's there not true. to like? That's true. I don't know, but like, part of me wants these starters to be very good because in the games, like, they're pretty, they're pretty good. Um. Well. Uh, no. That's the okay. I mean, they're not they're not <laughs> the best, ones, but if but... you play hyper casual, they're very often your best Pokemon on your team, or like the only person that you want to level up. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the base stats That's are. True. If the only person you level up is the one that you like, then they're good, right? No. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I said that you're argument, not, not and I realized wrong. it was weak as I said it, and so that's fair. <laughs> you're not entirely wrong, but a lot of people think the starters are really good because they're mm-hmm. always overleveled. So people tend to use them more, and they get higher level, so they use them more, and then it's a vicious right, cycle. Right. Try playing through a game and storing your starter after you know the first gym. A different Is it a experience. better experience or a worse experience? I think it's a better experience because you no longer... is If you play well, you don't have a single devastating Pokemon throughout your oh. entire team. Hmm. I think it makes you a little more okay. well-rounded. That's fair. I think experience sure makes you more well-rounded. <laughs> well, yeah, but you still have the the idea of using that one Pokemon that's going to yeah, one-shot everything. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I think probably... Torterra is going to be the best one out of this list. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Absolutely. Cool. Everything else is just yeah. underwhelming. Meganium is, you know, decently tanky, but who cares? <laughs> Not in really? this meta. We've already, we've been talking about really tanky monsters, or Pokemon, I should say, for a while now, and none Pocket of them... Pocket monsters, Kyle? <sighs> My other games are leaking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Defensive Pokemon are just not that appealing right now. Yeah, with but the if way they the ever is. do have a place, there's too many strong defensive yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. If, they have, if they do ever have a place, like these are going to be kind of okay until you get your hands on something that's actually good, like Reggie or something like that. Yeah, which is the only time I think I'll ever say that out loud. Reggie being good for something, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So. What about um what about Pokalore? Yeah. So our previous AR shots for the week were Alolan Pokemon. We got a few of those up on Twitter if you want to check them out. Um and our featured Pokemon of this week is Spinda, the surprise Pokemon that's popped into the game. Um we're supposed to have eight forms of it right now. What I've been hearing is that people are only finding one form for the research task. So if you guys do end up getting multiple forms of the Spinda from the research tasks, let us know, tag us on Twitter, send us an email so we can see that those are popping out because right now we're only seeing the one, but all of the assets are made for the eight. So we'll see those. But Spinda is a bipedal panda Pokemon with rabbit-like features. Its eyes are made of two black spirals, which point in the opposite direction to each other. There's a similar swirling pattern on its ears. It has a small oh. body with short, stumpy arms and legs, and its coat is primarily cream-colored. Its arms are red, and it has a red stripe bordering along the bottom of its belly, as well as two small spots on the soles of its feet. It has four spots, which can appear anywhere on its face and ears, with a fifth on the back of its head. These spot patterns are different for each and every Spinda. It has dizzying, confusing, and scattering dance-like movements, which can be used for its former signature move, Teeter Dance, though it thinks it's walking in a straight line. These movements confuse its opponents and make it difficult for them to aim at it. It lives in the mountains. So it's a drunk panda bear. I'm okay with that. That's I nice. identify with this Pokemon. This is fantastic. I mean, if you've ever seen the animation of the Spinda, it like hops back and forth and its eyes do weird things and it's just kind of like waving around. <laughs> I think saying it hops is, is being a little bit nice. It like looks like it's about to fall over every it's, single it's time. It's a drunk panda. It's doing its drunken master imitation. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, exactly. So as I said before, there's eight different patterns available in Pokemon Go right now. There's some rumor that we'll see more of them. Not quite sure. We'll check that out later. But its stats are 116 attack, 116 defense, 120 stats, and a 1088 max CP. So I put it on the same level as Plusle and Minin as far as... Oh, really? Plusle yeah. and Minin are better than that. <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> are, but not by much. Yeah. And, and and they're in an arena of why are we even talking about this? Right. Irrelevant. So, you know, that's that's like... the word you can use so. to describe. <laughs> Spinda. Um, it's You're a normal right. type with best right. moveset of Sucker Punch and Dig. Other moves you can find are Psycho Cut for its fast move, and then a charged moves you can get Rock Tomb and Icy Wind, which could be cool as far as variations go. But like we said, nothing super significant about Spinda, just a fun thing to have on your, your Pokedex there. All the different forms. Are you going to catch all of them, Chris? So I was thinking about this mm-hmm. I'm because sure you were. that means when they have the shiny, when they release oh, the no. shiny, then I'd, I'd have to I'd have to catch all of them. Bless your I soul. think what I'm going to do adjust my living decks to not include forms. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to care about forms anymore. I think that's fair. Because it's getting it's getting a little bit ridiculous because it's no longer like gender deviations and they're putting hats on things, they're putting sunglasses on things, uh, chasing after all these different types of spendas while it is kind of like a core Pokemon feature. Even people that do shiny living dexes in the main series games don't try to get every single because there's way too many spendas in those games. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's it's gotten to the point where it's not yeah. fun to collect every kind now it's just stressful for you <laughs> oh i mean stress is fun right guys right no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah so no so... the answer is no i'm not gonna do that but what's really right. disappointing about this pokemon is that he's normal type and he doesn't have any normal type moves in his moves at at all so he doesn't get any stat bonuses not like it would really matter because nobody should use him but mm-hmm. whatever do you guys think that we're going to see Spinda in the wild soon once they're done kind of cycling the research task? Maybe next month, yeah. Probably. I, I, think so. mm-hmm. I think that's really the only way that we'll be able to see all eight is if they just spontaneously generate. Yeah, either that or when they release Generation 4 mm-hmm. and then they want Spinda to t- kind of like take a back seat from the research task because they'll probably reserve those slots for... Mm-hmm. featured pokemon from gen 4 that'll be fun because they kind of stuck absol in there for a really long time when absol came out sure uh and they'll probably do that with a bunch of rare pokemon too that they want to keep there mm-hmm. um so spinda will not take that slot there's no way uh, it does not make sense to me yeah i agree So as far as AR shots for next week, I'm sure you can guess it's going to be Spinda. Again, if you guys see the other forms besides the one that we've been seeing on social media so far, tag us, let us know, send us a picture because we want to see that happening. Um, But anyway, send us any Spinda ARs, hang out with the Spinda, the Drunken Panda, see if you can get a video. I don't know. Make it happen. That was the Porkalore section, and normally we skip over this next email section and just tell you guys uh, what our email address is, but we did get an email this week. It's from a listener and dear friend of the podcast, Mr. Robert Matthews, Uh, and he has this to say, Hey guys, while listening to your guys' podcast, I had a thought occur to me about the Pokemon Go medal system. I believe collecting gold medals in Pokemon Go could have better rewards, and I feel they should represent the hard work put into getting them. The two that I feel are lacking are the Hatching Egg Medal and Walking 1,000 Kilometers Medal. For the Gold Hatching Medal, I feel we could get a second permanent incubator as a reward. My thought on this is because hatching 500 eggs is not an easy feat. Even if you shell out gold to hatch eggs, you still need to walk and hatch them. It takes time and dedication to hatch 500 eggs. The reward should reciprocate that effort. For the Walking Distance Medal, I have the same argument as well. The reward, again, I feel should tie into not only uh, with eggs, but also Buddy's Walking Distance. I don't know how much it should reduce it by, but I feel it should be done by a decent percentage. That would be nice. Yeah. This is just my opinion, though. Uh, I know that we receive these medals by just playing the game at the same time, but I just thought it'd be cool to receive something for that effort. I'm just not a fan of walking 1,000 kilometers just to receive a shirt as thanks. Uh, I'd love to hear what everyone else's thoughts are and maybe if anyone has any different ideas. Have a great day and happy catching. Sincerely, Rob. I have feelings about the incubator. Okay. Please express I, I such feel, feelings. I feel about it. Great. So is I was it as far as you want to go? Or? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that to therapy with me. Oh, my. So... I was thinking with the incubator, and I know a lot of the podcast hosts that we met at the Marie Pup were kind of talking about this same topic. But with the incubator, that one seemed like a really good reward for hitting 40, because you really get nothing significant for hitting level 40, and another permanent incubator would be a great you know, addition to being the best that you can be at this level cap at this point in time. But I get having the incubator as a reward for eggs. I just don't know if it should be an infinity incubator. I don't know if that really makes sense reward-wise. Maybe getting like three incubators or two ultra incubators would be nice. But I don't think the yeah. infinity incubator should be on that one. They uh, they reward you with incubators and super incubators when you level up, though, too. Right. I mean, when you level up, but... It makes sense for the the egg badge at least to get one, right? But if you look at so if you look at the other medals for like the type catching, it's a permanent effect that you get. Your the idea is you've caught these so many times. Here's a medal that that represents the time you put into it, and you're also better at it now. So here's a benefit in game. Yeah, 
So, I I mean, the permanent incubator kind of like makes sense to me in that vein, but I also understand that selling incubators is probably one of their biggest money makers. So why would they do that? Definitely. Um, First biggest or second biggest behind raid passes. Oh, one hundred. It's the thing that I buy consistently. So, realistically speaking, I don't see it happening. It makes them too much money. It's their money maker, really. I would like that to happen. It seems very appropriate for something like that to happen, either to get a second incubator, or what I think would be more interesting is to upgrade your permanent incubator into a super incubator. So you still only have one but it helps you hatch all those two kilometer fodder better. Ooh, that's, that's a good, that's a good idea. Even if they just upgraded your bag space, that would be nice. I think that, or Pokemon storage, or or yeah, the ability to hatch more than nine eggs at once. That would be, that would help make a bunch more money. What if you are able to unlock the ability to delete eggs? Oh my god, <laughs> that would everybody would be hatching like crazy. They'd be like, "Give it to me." Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I want that feature, but I, yeah, it's I'm not it's quite balanced sure around if... it not being there. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I, consider this, right? So, let's say for bronze medal, you got half a kilometer off, and then. Mm-hmm. Silver, you got a full kilometer off, and then for gold medal, you got a kilometer and a half off. So two kilometer eggs were just half a kilometer, and then everything else was similarly reduced. That would be really what exciting too. Is that too strong? That would probably be too strong. I think maybe a percentage. I think maybe a gold me- the gold medal reduces everything by twenty five percent total. I yeah, that sounds fair to me. That would be pretty pretty that great. Nice. you know, yeah. and then that combos very nicely with the super incubators. Yeah, so like gold, uh, bronze metal will give you like 5% off, silver will be 15, and then gold will be 25. Yeah, something, something like that. I think like that's that. good. That would be good. Yeah, okay. So what about the walking kilometer metal? His suggestion, his, his suggestion was making it easier for you to get uh, buddy candies from walking your buddy. What do you think? I mean, I would really enjoy having reduced walking distances with buddies. I know some of them are 2km, some of them are 5, and they kind of switch around. But for the people that aren't able to walk around as much, maybe they're you know stuck in the office or they just don't get a chance to play. You know, It takes such a long time to get candies, especially if you have a Pokemon as your buddy that isn't regional or is legendary, something like that. So I think reducing the walking distance to get the candies, I think that's apt. I think that would work out. Maybe by 25% again, even 50% would be cool. Yeah, I agree. I think so too. I can't really think of a better way to make that work. Maybe you could expand your circle of like spawn around you. You know how you have that little circle that poofs out? Mm-hmm. Maybe, the, Maybe they would inspire you to walk more knowing that when you're not walking, you could do more. I think for a non-permanent option, rare candies as a reward, like, 10, 20 rare candies would be nice. Yeah. I think that's a would be know, a pretty th- intense like, award if we went with yours, Chris. So I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be something crazy. It would be just like a little bit more. Like we're talking five yards or something stupid like that. Yeah, I know. Minimal, but, but enough. It's almost game-changing in that aspect. It lets you reach stops you couldn't otherwise reach from certain places and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel how many like times are you so close to a stop that you can like smell it? It might help just, the Pogo Plus hit Pogo Stops though. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. But I like I the friend, the buddy candy idea. It seems mm-hmm. like the most apt thing to do. I don't see it happening because any percentage would be pretty significant overall. I think. I think the rare candies would be good. Just kind of a one-time confetti of yeah, rare candies. Yeah, maybe. Would, yeah, but you kind I would of be wanna, fine with you, that. You want to see a, a permanent change, just like the other metals, you know? Well, I mean, but like, you I are guess. replacing a cosmetic item, so it doesn't necessarily have to be crazy. Cause That's true. How about we get a confetti of rare candies and a t-shirt <laughs> for Rob? <laughs> That'd be nice. We could do that. 
We could we could design that T-shirt just for Rob, just a, a bunch of rare candies exploding. Congratulations, one thousand kilometers. Woo! <laughs> cool. Well, uh, if thanks very much, Rob, for sending in that email. Uh, if you'd like to send another one, and please, please do. This is great. If you guys would also like to send in an email, send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Uh, we could read it on the show, or you could just you know talk to us and not have it run on the show. Whatever you like, it's. You know, no big deal to us either way. Um, but we'd love to hear from you one way or the other. You can also visit our website at www.gocastpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Ness handles that Twitter feed, and she's very active on it. I think we we pretty much retweet Ooh. and push all the news all the time. So if you would like... As soon as it happens, my friends. Yeah, absolutely. She, I, I used to hop on there and do it like a minute afterwards, and then she was like, dude, I got that already. Just stop doing that. Like, I'm good. <laughs> and it's true. So if you would like to be on, you know, on the, the brink and the cutting edge of Pokemon Go news and also help support the show, follow us on Twitter. You can also like us on Facebook. You can find us at the GoCast podcast there. Uh, so as far as goals go for next week ness what are you shooting for um i'm gonna try and get shiny eevees and make it through eevee community day without dying and then i think i have all of my my raid bosses that i need from the new set that came out so i think i'm good on those so i'm gonna i'm gonna focus on the eevees and i'm gonna try to hit level 35 i think i can do awesome that. kyle what about you well, I'm going to be doing EV Day Saturday only, so hopefully I'll, I'm going to have that all done for our next show. So that's really my goal. Hopefully during the EV Day, I'll be able to do a Registeel raid because I haven't done one yet. So just get one for okay. the Pokedex. Really? Um, I'm not around people to do legendary raids. so That one Niantic tweet was about you, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about I that. Don't, I don't stay current. <laughs> what was the tweet? So just a few days ago, whoever was on the Pokemon Go account tweeted, gearing up for a Registeel raid this week, and everyone was like, no. Regirock. Regirock, yeah. (laughs) And everyone's like, I'm actually not. No, thank you. And the post was like, gearing up for a Regirock raid? Like, it's week two, like, a bunch of typing that was only Regirock was a week two. And then I had a picture of Regirock too, and people were like, what is going on? Why are you doing this? (laughs) It was ridiculous, yeah. And then it got deleted. Like instantly. Yeah, it was crazy. For myself, I'm also going to try to get through Eevee Day and not die. I'm shooting for that magic number of mm-hmm. at least nine shiny Eevees. But, you know, hey, I'll, I'll grab as many as I possibly can. As many as I can carry. And um, I'm going to try to hit level 37 because I haven't done it yet. We'll be back in the saddle next week. And looking forward to recording episode 7. So until then, yeah. have fun with EV Day. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.